I want to welcome you to Generations Kids Church. Uh, it may not look like Kids Church, but let me tell you, today you're going to experience what we experience upstairs. So, I wanted to give you a few things to understand. First of all, Jesus said that if you are to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you're to become like a child. So we are inviting you to go back to your childhood and be children with all of us. So that means that we need audience participation and abandon yourself and become a kid again. The second thing you need to know, there may or may not be things going on in the aisles. And so we're asking that everyone stay in your seat. Okay? You got that? So without any further ado, I'll give you Kids Church. It's something we need to know right now. Whoa! Oh, this is the message. Ephesians 6, 10 and 11. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Whoa! We are in a battle. Can you hear it? It's not just a physical battle, it's a spiritual battle. And our enemy, Satan, is very powerful. But we are to be strong in the Lord. So we're going to learn this memory verse because we've got to get it deep inside of us. I have some memory verse helpers. Come running on up here right now. Okay, this is what we do in Kids Church. We have a contest. We have a contest to see which side can say the verse the loudest. So on the count of three, we're going to divide this into teams. We're going to have this team over here say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We're going to have this team right here say, put on the full armor of God. And this team over here say that you may stand against Firm against the schemes of the devil. So are you ready? Everyone ready? Now, you got to stand up. Here we go. All right. One, two, three. Are you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Like a robot. Here we go. 
Everyone at the same time. One, two, three. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Oh, that was good. Okay, we're going to do it like a fish. Like this. Here we go. One, two, three. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the devil. Okay. And now, we're in the football season. We're going to do it like football players. Okay. You end it with, okay, ready? One. Two, three, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the, the devil. <gasps> Thank you. You may be seated. like to thank all of y'all for tuning in, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to play a game that every one of you know. It is called The Bible is Right. All right, to get started, we need to find two contestants. Can I get two contestants? I need someone excited. Someone get up on your feet. You, ma'am, back there in the purple. Back there in the purple. Come on, I need to get excited. Get excited. Where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, yes, the crazy woman in the back. Get on up here. Get on up here. We are so excited y'all are here today. Welcome, welcome. Let's meet our lovely contestants. We are so glad you're excited. All right, your name is Kate. Yes. And where are you from? Timbuktu. Timbuktu. How long did it take you to get here? Oh, we have someone about, who left. Uh, about four weeks. Four weeks. And you came strictly out so that you could play the Bible as Yeah, right. I swam all the way. We are so happy you are here. This is dedication, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Our second contestant is Miss Lois. And where are you from? Toller. 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 How long did it take you to get here? Just a little while. Well, we are so glad you came in. So glad you came in. Thank all right, you. ladies and gentlemen, in case this is your first time tuning in, let's go over the rules. We are going to have six questions, each ranging in points. And the first person to buzz in will have an opportunity to answer the question. If, however, they get the answer wrong or can't think of an answer, then it will go to the second contestant, and they will have an opportunity to answer that question. The person with the most points at the end of the game show will win a brand-new car. All right, all right, all right. Are you ladies ready? Yes. Yes? All right, here we go. Our first question, and worth one point, is, according to Ephesians 6, we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with what? Lois. The, the bed sheets. The bed sheets. No, I, I don't believe it's the bed sheets. 
Um, would you like to take a stab at it, Kate? Uh, yes. Uh, principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. That sounds right. Can we get the answers? There we go. Principalities, powers, and wickedness in high places. All right. You guys are off to a good start. All right. Now, playing for that Honda F-150, we're going to go on to question number two. This one is worth two points. All right, ladies. You ready? All right. Number two is, complete this verse found in 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us a lowest. A motorboat. No, I do not believe I've seen that in the scripture anywhere. Uh, Kate, would you like to take a turn? A spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. That sounds right. A spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. All right. All right. We have Kate with three. Lois is trailing with zero, but it is still early in the game. All right. Now, question number three and four, that Chevy Tundra. We are going to have... The next question, worth three points. According to James 4, 7, if we submit to God and resist the devil, can I please finish the question? What will happen? Lois. He will blow up. He will blow up. Hi. I don't think that would help anyone. I don't believe that's correct. Kate. He will flee. He will flee. Is that the answer? The devil will flee from you. Hallelujah. All right, all right. All right. Now, Kate having six points and Lois having zero, but it's still early, so do not get up, give up. All right, question number four, and worth, you got it, four points. According to 1 Timothy 2.5, there is one God and one mediator between God and man. Who is that mediator? Lois. Morgan Freeman. I did love him, but I do not believe that he is our mediator. Okay. The man, Jesus Christ. That sounds right. Can we get the answer? The man, Jesus Christ. All right. Way to go, Kate. All right. Lois, slow down. Think a little bit. Okay. Here we go. Question number five. And for five points, according to 1 John 3, 8. The Son of God appeared for what purpose? To be a movie star. No, I don't believe he wants to be a movie star. Kate. To destroy the works of the devil. All right. Is that up there? To destroy the works of the devil. Way to go, Kate. You are on fire, on fire, on fire. All right. Now, our last question, being a little more difficult, we are going to take a stab at it as uh, you've seen on Jeopardy. Our contestants are going to have a little bit of time to write down their answers, and whoever is the winner of that will be our winner because this last question is worth 500 million points. All right, ladies, ladies, focus. All right, you guys ready? Our last question, according to James 4, 6, Who is God opposed to? And begin.
ladies ready? All right, we are going to start with Kate because she is the obvious winner here. And what is your answer, Kate? Sinners and Satans. I don't believe that's right, Kate. Aww. All right, Lois. The Proud. Lois is our winner. Way to go, way to go. You have won a brand new car. Thanks for tuning in. Thank y'all, thank y'all. See you next time. Okay. Did you enjoy that game? You know, what we want to instill in the children is the importance of the Word of God. That is how we know what is right and wrong, what is truth and what is lie. And so it is important to know God's Word. In a moment, we're going to have another skit. I'll just wait. I think he's coming. There he is. If I don't like this one right here... Bible here a little bit. I found a couple of verses that, are, well, a lot of verses that I don't agree with, so just kind of thinning it out. You know, it's Josh, you, books, that, that's God's out. word. Don't rip up the Bible. Well, I mean, there's, there's certain verses I'm pulling out. I think everybody can agree with it. You know, look, the Ten Commandments. They've been around for a long time. So the way I'm looking at it, you know, there's some good ones in there, like don't kill me. I mean, you can kill everybody else. Just don't kill me. Don't steal from me. And don't cheat on my wife. You know, which I won't do and, and stuff like that. So, um, but you know what? Those kinds of things like that, other than that, this, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. Oh, okay, okay. Now, you got to understand that God did not give those Ten Commandments to punish people, but to protect them. Uh, it, it's God's word, and, and it teaches us right from wrong, good from evil. Well, but, but some of these things are really archaic. You've got this, um, look at this one right here. Okay, uh, don't commit adultery. Hello? Yeah. That's kind of a, that's kind of archaic. So I'm going to go ahead and... Well, wait, 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 wait. But, but again, that's part of God's word. It's important. It's, let me tell you why. Okay? God invented families. God loves families. It's his plan that one man and one woman get married. Oh. And that they raise their children knowing him and loving him and teaching them about him. And adultery will come and destroy families. Uh, you know, I'm not going to argue. I think you made a good point. Don't agree with you, but you made a good point. Um, so let's say, let's let, how about this one? No other gods. Right. Okay. Right. Look, I know at least 17 people that don't believe in Jesus. And there's millions and millions of other people, billions, sorry, billions of people that don't believe in Jesus. So you're telling me they're going to, uh, you know, that they're going to kind of go away because of that? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, what, what sense does it make? Is there a God? Why would there be millions of gods? If there is a God, then we need to obey him and worship him and tell the world about him. Well, I don't agree with you. So I'm just going to rip that part out right there. And uh, we'll just keep on. Yeah. Uh, oh, what about, um, what about this one here? So let's, let's move on to the New Testament. Okay. Let's move on. Because, okay. I mean, look, it's new, right? So okay. if it's new, there's got to be some good stuff. But you know what? I don't like this whole thing about turning the other cheek thing. So, look, well, I'll turn my uh, – no, I'll, I've got two cheeks. 
I'll turn those, but probably not. You hit me once, I'm going to kick you in the knees. That's just what's going to happen. But if you make me mad, you've got to come groveling, kneeling down. Please, Josh, we be. No, a little more crying. Okay, there's the tip. Please. And that's then I'll forgive you. Okay, but, but you've got to understand, unforgiveness opens the door for the enemy to come in and plant bitterness. And, and you will not be able to forgive other people. Jesus said that. If you want to forgive, if you want to be forgiven, you have to forgive other people. Okay, yeah. What what, what about, okay, all right. So what about tithing? Tithing, right? Okay. Lining the pastor's pockets every day so he can drive that Bentley to church of 217 people. Yeah. What about that? Now, God wants us to give as an act of faith, and it is used not just to pay the pastor's salary, but to spread the gospel to help people in need. What was that one? No, no, that was that one. So That was that one? Yeah, you, okay. you can feel that way, but I'm going to throw it in the garbage. Okay. Um, and it, okay, so today's Sunday, okay? So it is I, Sunday. Hey, I brought my Sunday. Bible. See, I brought my Bible. It's Sunday, but... It says not to forsake the assembling of yourselves. Is that, yeah, don't forsake this. Yeah. So does that mean I have to come to church every Sunday? Because you know what? There are certain times a year, there's certain events going on on Sundays, a game, woohoo, kind of thing. And I need the good rest before that. But do you understand why God wants us to meet together? Because he's a cruel master. No, no. He wants us to be there to encourage each other, to learn from each other, to get... You just ripped that one out again? I mean... No, that's another one. I'm, oh, what did you rip out this time? No, no, go ahead. What were you saying about him? He wants what? You need to understand this. Satan is a deceitful liar. He manipulates. He distorts. He takes God's word and twists it. And not, sometimes it's not a lot. It's just enough to get us off course. If we don't know God's word... We don't know when we're deceived. So I'm a pretty mature Christian, and my Bible doesn't have pictures in it, but I'm pretty sure that the devil is red-suited and has a tail pointy and stuff like that. So, I mean, should I really be that afraid of a guy in a rubber red suit? <laughs> I mean, Josh, the devil doesn't run around in a red suit. The je- devil is a spiritual force who is opposed to Jesus, who is opposed to God, who is opposed to God's people. And he will do whatever he can to try to rob, steal, kill, and destroy God's people because he does not want them to worship him. Well, you know, I think, I think you've made a lot of good points. Um, and I think you'll approve of what I've got left, my Bible. And, and what okay. is that? It's right here. Um, it's on the first page and the last page. It says, uh, Jesus loves me. I, I do agree that Jesus loves you, but there's so much more to understand than that. I mean, he loves you enough that he would die for you, but he wants you to live a life according to God's word. I don't agree. I'm, go ahead and say what you want to say then, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take all. I got my Bible. He doesn't understand. When you do not follow God's word, you are opening the door for the enemy to come in and lie and deceive you. There is an importance in knowing what God's word says.
know, a skit that would show a little girl fighting Satan may seem kind of silly. But when we're really talking about evil in the world, the nations of the world are are not ignoring the evil that's out there. You mentioned Al-Qaeda. You mentioned Hamas or the PLO or ISIS. Or you name countries like North Korea and Syria and Iran. And those, those groups and those countries are full of evil. Now, how do we fight that? Well, the scriptures are very clear. Ours is not a battle, a physical battle. Ours is a spiritual battle. We fight the Lord's way. And the only way we can do that, just like the previous skit was, was emphasizing, we have to know the Scriptures. We start there with the Scriptures. And we have to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And we have to understand that we walk by faith and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And many other things, but one of the things we have to follow on with all of that is be obedient because it's not enough to know. The question is not whether there is evil in the world. The question is, what will we do in our part of the world? Will we fight God's way? And that's God's, that's God's desire for us. All right, boys and girls, we are going to have story time. We're going to be reading today out of the book of Matthew, and it is going to be the story of the temptation. Mm-hmm. <coughs> is the story of the temptation of Jesus in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and he became very hungry. And during that time, the devil came and he said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's right. Then the devil took him to the holy city, (laughs) to the highest point of the temple, and he said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And then Jesus responded with a sword. The scripture and no, also say grenades, karate chops, bullets. <laughs> Are you finished? Two more. Grenades. <laughs> Rocket launcher. Okay. 
And this, Jesus responded with, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain, and it showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Wait, what? Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And then the devil went away. And the angels came. And they took care of Jesus. Let's march. Hup, 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 two, three, four, 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 hup, hup. Up, two, three, four, up, 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 two, three, four. At ease. You are all new recruits. We are here today to learn about Satan and how we can be prepared to fight him. First off, you need to remember that Satan is smart, he's deceitful, he's manipulative, and he's an opportunist that will do anything to destroy you. He will lie, cheat, steal, and even kill to destroy your mind, your soul, your spirit, and your body. But most importantly, his number one goal is to keep you from having a relationship with God. Secondly, we're going to learn about his weapons and how he attacks us and what God gives us to counterattack his weapons. Thirdly, you need to remember that God is smarter, stronger, and bigger than anything Satan throws against us. And fourthly, you need to remember the weapons that God has at your disposal. Are you ready? Yes, sir! We have some troops coming in here today that have been terribly wounded by Satan. Some of them are going to come in and they don't even look like they've been wounded because it's a spiritual battle that Satan hit them with. Others have been hit physically, and you'll be able to see that they have nearly died. And we are bringing these soldiers before you to set up as examples so that you can learn from them. Are you ready? Yes, All right. This first soldier has suffered from one of Satan's oldest attacks. That attack is discouragement. Listen to what he has to say. I have tried so hard. I have prayed so hard. I have worked so hard to do things the way God wants me to. I have prayed. I've prayed for the salvation of my family, for breakthrough in my work, and, and in my ministry, and in my church, and nothing seems to happen. It's like I'm all alone. Where is God? I'm just going to give up. 
What's the use? You see, soldiers, what this soldier didn't realize is that victory was right around the corner. That if she had kept on praying and seeking God, God would have gave her victory over discouragement. God gave us a verse in the Bible that if we'll stand on it, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. This second soldier has been wounded by a heavy load of shame that she's been carrying around all her life. Listen. I'm such a failure. I feel so worthless and dirty and ashamed. I'm so unworthy to approach God and have the intimate relationship that I know that he wants to have with me. I feel so distant from him. I've repented and asked forgiveness for my sins, but I just can't get over my past. You see, soldiers, Satan wants us to feel unworthy. He wants us to feel dirty and rotten so that we won't go before the throne of God. But if we'll go to this verse, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now this next soldier, his sickness has overcame him. Did he sin to bring on sickness? Not all sin causes sickness. Some sickness is just brought on by not taking care of ourselves. We live in a diseased world where sometimes we get sick. But when we do get sick, we all know that Jesus healed people. And Jesus is still in the healing business today. And if we'll remember these two verses, Psalms 103, 2 and 3, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your sins and heals your diseases. And Isaiah 53, 5, by his stripes we are healed. Now this next one has been by uh, offense and division. I've had it. I can't take it anymore. I have been insulted only so all the time, the same person, over and over. Doesn't anybody in the leadership of this church care about what that person's doing to everybody? I've had it. I've had it. I'm out of here. You know, I'm going to start my own church. Last ten churches I went to had that very same problem. I I can do that. You know what? I don't even need church. I'm going to stay at home. I'll watch it on TV. I've had this. This is now, do you all see what happened there? This soldier allowed hurt be- to become an offense, and that offense led to desolation, and then that led to isolation. you all watch those shows on TV where the lions go after the water buffalo? What happens? It waits till one of the weak ones or young ones gets separated from the herd, and we all know what happens then when they get separated from the herd. But if I had known this verse right here, Colossians 3:13 through 14, bear with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. And beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Now this soldier coming right here, 
used to be by far one of the best soldiers in all the army. But you know what happened? Started looking for a little help. Started having a little pick-me-up. She said, this, this little drink I'm going to have, have here is going to help me out a little bit. And before she knew it, she started depending on alcohol. And before she knew it, she had to have the alcohol. She couldn't cover it up anymore. And she became addicted to alcohol. We're not just talking about alcohol here. We're talking about drugs. We're talking about pornography, gambling. If we're not careful, the devil can sneak in and we can become addicted. We need to remember this verse right here, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide a way of escape also that you may be able to endure it. Now this next soldier had the word of God from the time he was a youth. But you know what? He figured out he had a better way. He figured out that if he could lie, cheat, and steal in business and get ahead, and even cheat on his wife. It didn't matter. He was going to do it his way. Listen to what he has to say. There's one thing I know for certain. God wants me to be happy. He wants me to prosper. And he wants me to have abundance. And I have climbed over anybody who's got in my way. I have crushed anyone who's opposed me. And I've annihilated anyone who's told me different. Now, sure, I had to help God out sometimes. He doesn't work as quick as we need him to. Now, some people may call that in unethical. But do you see what it's done for me? You see what he's done? He's created God in his own image. There is no repentance at all. This verse right here tells us, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Wow, Satan's a terrible enemy. How could we ever win a battle? Well, that's a good question there, soldier. But one thing y'all need to remember is this verse right here. 1 John 4, 4. You are from God, little children, and have overcame them, because greater is he who is in you, than he who is in the world. Yeah! Right. Y'all ready to march? Hip, 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 two, three, four. I will be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. I will stand upon his word. As his soldier I will fight. Satan defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's march. Hip, 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 two, three, four. I will be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I will stand upon his word. As his soldier, I will fight. Satan defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. So to wrap this up this morning, 
There's something I want everyone to take away. In Ephesians 6, three times, Apostle Paul says, stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. So how do you stand firm? See, if we do not have a foundation in the Lord, how can we fight the enemy? If we do not have a foundation in him, how can we break through on the battle that's against us? And so there's a few things I want to leave with you this morning. The first of all is know who you're fighting. Know that there's an enemy out there who really does want to destroy you. Secondly, know who you belong to. If you belong to Jesus Christ, you have everything at your disposal that you need to overcome the enemy. If you do not belong to Jesus Christ, if you have not given him your life, then you are wide open for the enemy's attacks. The third thing I want to tell you is know God's word. There's the rhema word and the logos word. Rhema word means specific words that God has spoken to your heart. If God's told you something, hang on to that. Fight with that. The logos word means the word of God, the Bible. Know the Bible because the enemy is going to try to come in, and especially in these last days, he's going to try to come in and twist things and get you off course. Don't get your theology from movies, please. Do not. I'm shocked at the theology of some Christians because they watched a movie. Know God's word because the enemy will come and try to distort. And you've got to stand on the word of God. The next thing is, and this is so important, you can know God's word, but if you don't obey it, you're wide open. God tells you not to do something, don't do it. If he tells you to do something, do it. Obey God's word. Next, pray for discernment in the exposure of lies. Unfortunately, because of where we've come from, what our past is, there's things that we believe that are all out lies. They're in our belief system. And I dare you to pray this dangerous prayer. Lord, if I have believed anything that is a lie, expose it to me that I may believe the truth. Be prepared because if you pray that prayer in all earnestness, God's going to start exposing stuff that you need to get rid of. So pray that, that you will have discernment, that you'll be able to discern. If someone comes up to you and says God said something, you'll be able to discern whether that's God or man or the enemy. And finally, don't give up. Don't give up. Pursue God with your whole heart. If you are in a battle right now, just like that last skit, We don't know when victory is just around the corner. And the enemy wants us to give up. Don't give up. Now I'm going to invite our children's ministry prayer team to come on up here. We have adults and children that want to pray for people. And let me tell you, one of the biggest blessings is to have a child lay hands on you and pray for you. Because they have sincere faith. 
So I'm going to ask Pastor Shake to come up here, if you would please, just play some little background music. And I'm going to invite people to stand up and just maybe like worship. But if you want prayer for anything, if you are struggling with a battle, or if you have not made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, today is the day. And so we invite you all to just stand up right now. And come forward for prayer if you want prayer. 